Good morning, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. What a pleasure to be in the house of the Lord this morning. The sound that began in this room an hour ago and gradually increased to the crescendo that it was a few minutes ago is a great delight to the Lord in heaven and a great delight to me, and I hope it's a great delight to each of you to hear the people of God that have come together with one main tie that binds us, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And so our chatter is about each other and about him and how he's put us together in this body. Open your Bibles with me to a very common passage. Since I am your pastor, I have used it many times, but it's 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. I've used it many times, but I don't know that we can use it too many times. It's very important for us to remember the mission statement of this church. And my mission statement is your pastor. And the most important events that have happened in the world in the past. For us to remember why we're a church and what should delight our souls the most. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed down in the world, received up into glory. Amen and amen. This is why we assemble. This is what the church defends and upholds. Because we're the pillar and ground of the truth, and the truth is defined for us here as those things that matter in the sight of God and reality. These are the most important events in the past history of the world, and they affect the present history of the world. And I will close with what they're going to do in the future in just a moment. This is our mission statement. These are the things we want to uphold, rejoice in, embrace, defend, and teach. We want our children to know these things. This 16th verse, you should memorize. You should know those six things in order, the order of Scripture, even though it is not the order of how they were fulfilled, which is another reminder of how we study the Bible. We don't play games with something as slight and insignificant as the order of things listed in a sentence. We do it by context, and the context of the whole Bible tells us these are in a different order because Jesus ascended up into heaven before he was preached to the Gentiles and believed on the world. But that was a side point. You can forget it now. Please forget it. There is no debate about these things being transcendently important, more important than anything else. These things, these six things, God was manifest in the flesh. That sounds to me like Isaiah 7:14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which being interpreted by Matthew 1.23 is God with us. Isaiah, in his loftiest moments, is pointing to this verse. Preached unto the Gentiles. Every time you see the word Gentiles, he's pointing to 1 Timothy 3.16. 
and the great mystery of godliness, because it was a true mystery to think of Gentiles be convert, being converted, especially in the numbers that they were converted. Justified in the Spirit. Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 50. One last week, one this week. Says that the Spirit was given to him unlike anyone else. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of knowledge, so that he would be the perfect ruler of God's kingdom. Isaiah, looking forward to this. There's no debate about it. These are the things I want to know. Do you love these things? Amen. How does God know you love these things? And that you love these things more than any other things? How do we know that you love these things more than any other things? These are the most important things. It's not, it's not the world's triumvirate, politics, health, and weather. Those are three nonsensical wastes of time. Politics, health, and weather. God doesn't care about any one of the three. Of course he's involved in the weather and your health and politics. He rules all three of them. But that isn't special. What's special are the six things listed here. It's not popularity, profitability, or peace of our church. Those aren't the most important goals of our church. It's these six things. It's not our profitability. It's not whether we're growing. It's not whether we're popular. It's not whether we're at peace. It's not sports. It's not education. It's not money. And those are another three triumvirate of the world. What kind of an education do you have? How much money do you make? What subdivision do you live in? And how strong are you? What have you done athletically? It's not programs or pastor or people. It's these three things because these three things are all about one man. God was manifest in the flesh. Who is that man? That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And ascended up into glory. Who is that person that ascended up into glory? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Each one is a spectacular event. 1 Timothy 3.16 Each one of the six is a spectacular event. The angelic involvement in the Lord Jesus Christ's life and ministry, His arrival in this world, his, the announcement to the shepherds in the fields of Judea, and him, them coming down and telling the apostles who were staring up into heaven that that same Jesus that had been taken from them was going to come back in the same manner. They were involved in his life and his ministry from beginning to end. Right. SpaceX had a launch yesterday. Now the world thought it was a pretty big event. Elon Musk thinks it's a pretty big event. It's a joke. It's a sandbox game of little infants. The ISS, the International Space Station, is 254 miles above the Earth. You gotta go a thousand times further to get to the moon, and the moon is so close to us, it brushes us at night. And you gotta go a thousand times farther, because it's 240,000 miles away. But they made a big deal about this little rocket getting somebody up 254 miles above the Earth, which is not a hair's breadth in the consideration of the of the universe that the Lord's given us, and they couldn't pull it off on Tuesday when they wanted to pull it off because of it was bad weather. Listen, haven't you read Acts chapter 1 that Jesus ascended up into glory and they had umbrellas out that day? How do you know they didn't have umbrellas out in Acts chapter 1? Because weather doesn't hinder the Lord Jesus Christ at all. Weather shut them down. And they couldn't get off the... Listen, my Lord Jesus Christ ascended up out of this world bodily and physically and went through the universe without an oxygen tank. 
and arrived in heaven. And I want you to understand what the real events of the universe are. It's not what's on the news. They're just playing little boys' games. We have a big boy game. And it's the Lord Jesus Christ who rules the universe, and he's coming back for us soon. Do you know each of these six? Do you know what each one means? Because it has been taught to you several times. There are slides and there are detailed outlines on our website for you. Do you know each one? Do you know how to review them by going to the website and refreshing yourself about these six? This is our church. This is what binds us together. This man that did these things and included us by preach, having us preach, having him preach to the Gentiles. And we believed it. Let me ask you again. How do you show God your joy in these six things? I run around the house. I punch the air. I shout to him. And I tell him how fantastic these are. And what I do to you is nothing I don't do at home when I'm alone or with one other spectator in my house. Because these are the most important things. This is what I want to burn my life out, exalting, promoting, conveying, teaching, and defending is the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want you to be the same way. How does God know that you love these six things about his son? How do we know that you love these six things about his son? Let's show each other today. Amen. Received up into glory. He's coming back from glory. He's coming back from glory to receive us into his glory. That's what the future holds for us. This is the past. We're in the present. Gentiles hearing the preaching of the gospel and believing it. And the future is, he that ascended up into glory will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. Amen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. If you're worried about dead relatives, the Lord wants you to know he's coming after them first. They're more important to him than you, so that they, you should not have any fear or worry about them at all. Let's all prepare to die. If he doesn't come before we die, let's prepare to die. Let's prepare to be laid in the ground and have the Lord Jesus Christ come back and resurrect us with a shout. First Timothy 3.16, I hope you'll remember it. Without controversy, there cannot be a debate or discussion about the importance of these things. They trump everything else in your life. It has been 168 hours to round off since we were together last. And you have been bombarded with all kinds of important things. This is what's important. This is why we come here to renew our faith and encourage our minds that we do know what's important in life. May the Lord bless us today. Amen. Heavenly Father, blessed God, Lord of heaven and earth. Heavenly Father, we do not praise thee this morning for creation. We do not praise thee this morning for your providence. We praise thee this morning for thy son Amen. and the wise design that you have in the plan of salvation. Amen. We thank thee that he was manifest in the flesh through a virgin's womb. We thank thee that the Holy Spirit came upon him without measure and justified and exalted him before the Jews we thank thee that the angels were involved in his life and ministry from beginning to end. And when he ascended into heaven, they broke forth into praise and honor and glory of the lamb that was slain. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that he was preached to us Gentiles, 
believed on in the world and received up into glory and that he's coming again for us. It is these things that we believe, these things we love, these things that unite us. Heavenly Father, we love thy Son, and we love the things that he has done for us, the things that he has done for himself, the things that he has done for thy glory. See us this day. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our carnality. Forgive us the mental distractions of everything around us, and cause us, draw us, move us, convict us by thy spirit and thy word to delight in the Lord Jesus Christ so that you will see the joy and the praise coming up out of this congregation and that we will each see it among ourselves as we celebrate thy Son, our Savior, and the coming Lord and Judge of this world. What we ask for ourselves, we pray that the word of the Lord will have free course and be glorified throughout the earth. Preserve America, that we might continue to practice your holy and true religion, that your spiritual religion here in America, and that we will be able to send forth a message to the whole world by the witty invention you have given us. O Lord, now be with us. We thank thee for thy son. He is the rejoicing of our hearts. He is the greatest thought, the greatest person. His works are the greatest achievements. And we glorify him to glorify thee. Now glorify us so that we can glorify him a little better and glorify thee a little more. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a privilege, brethren. It's a privilege to be here. It is not an obligation to be here. If it's an obligation, don't come back. We won't miss you. Because the only ones we want here are those who consider it a privilege and want to delight in him. Let's light each other up all day. I get to start, and I'm sorry about that, but I'm waiting for the second service for each of you men to get in the pulpit and light me up. Now, I don't need much. Just a couple degrees, and I'll burst into flames because I'm already lit. But let's light each other up today. And what I mean by that is increasing our faith and love for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's that simple. Faith and love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's get going. Brother?